The views and opinions expressed by any hosts or guests of WJMS Radio do not reflect the beliefs of its owners or associates. No liability, explicit or implied, shall be extended to WJMS Radio or the show hosts whose words, advice, and or opinions appear from or on our website or on air. Stay tuned. You're listening to The Speaker Box on WJMS Radio, radio reimagined. Bigger, 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 bigger box. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Speaker Box Podcast. I'm your host. This is Harris Jack and Jack. Some of you may know me by my stage name as Pronto Valid. And today I'm going to be doing the second installment of a two series, uh, two episode series titled Taste of Raw Mentality Podcast with my beautiful girlfriend. Her name is Sarai Vasquez. She's here today with me. Hi, everyone. And um, pretty much what we're doing is giving you guys exactly what is called a taste of raw mentality, which is a podcast that we run on our own. Um, you want to tell them a little bit about our podcast? Yep. So um, I think we've talked about it before, mm-hmm. obviously, in the first part. Yes. Um, so really, it's just about mental health. Um, I think lately we've been talking more about anxiety and all those type of things. Uh, also about relationships and just any struggles we're going on. Really anything we want to get off our chest. Yeah. Yeah. So we've been talking pretty much about a lot of diverse mental health points, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, mainly what I wanted to talk about today is how people use music and how we would use music to help us relieve um, either some kind of emotions or help us get through something that we're, you know, maybe not really trying to do like work or whatever. Or when you're driving, you're listening to music. So kind of just want to talk about that like what do you use music for and how does that help you with mental health um honestly when i when i drive to work um i just put on music to wake me up because i go to work pretty early i mean it's kind of like the average early it's eight o'clock i have to be there um so when we were living over at the old place when it was 20 i think 25 minutes away from where i work mm-hmm. Um, I would just blast really loud music to wake me up because otherwise I'd, I'd show up being like, yo, like, I don't want to be here. Um, and then now my job is five minutes away from here. So I don't really have that a lot of time. So I kind of just put my AirPods in in the morning when I'm getting ready sometimes or just one of them. And then I just kind of jam out before I leave if I have the chance to. So how, why do you have to listen to music in the morning to wake you up? Because, well, <laughs> you're sleeping and then the dogs are just chill. So in the morning, it's the only time that they're like um, hanging out. They're not really doing anything. Being loud or being yeah. rowdy and stuff. Yeah. Because we have dogs that are hyperactive. Like they just want to do everything. Yep. But in the morning, they're just, you know, not. So I don't really have anything to wake me up other than like me, you know? Yeah, I hear you. So what, I mean, what does that do for you in terms of like the rest of the day? Obviously it wakes you up, but like, does it put you, does it set the mood for you for the day? Like depending on which song you're listening to, does it, you know, affect you in the moment at all? Like what song you're listening to? Does it, you know, what does it do Uh, for you specifically? It used to, I feel like lately it just really doesn't. It's just like whatever comes on, comes on and it doesn't really do anything for me anymore. Um, How come? Do you think part of it is because I'm a musician as well? And no. you're always hearing me make music, so you're kind of getting desensitized to music in general. Yeah, but I mean, I don't really just listen to one thing, you know? Right. So you kind of just stay on, like, the hip-hop and, like, the, I don't know what you would call it, but, like, you know. Pop, r Yeah, type yeah. Of stuff, yeah. 
I kind of just listen to like Hispanic music, the the ones that I grew up listening to with my family. That's and stuff. not true. Sometimes you listen to some hip hop. I, I, I hear you too. jamming out. I hear you jamming out to R and B. Of course I do. But to wake time. me up in the morning, oh yeah, I have to listen to some like Daddy Yankee or like you know some Hispanic music. Then I'm just like okay, like you know. Cause how come? Why is that? Honestly, because all day long. I work with a, I don't know how to phrase this, with like um, a lot of white people. <laughs> so I don't get to speak Spanish or anything like that all day long. And then I come home and then me and you, we joke around in Spanish sometimes, but like you can't really keep up like a full conversation of it. Right. So I have to listen to Spanish music and stuff like that or watch a Spanish um, like little novela. Yeah. To keep up with my... So, I don't, yeah. I don't so know. you would say that Spanish, like music that in Spanish keeps you connected to your culture in a sense. I guess. I, I don't know. I think it's subconsciously. I don't really, um, I don't think I really notice until like you asked me like, why do you keep watching that? And I'm like, oh, just, you know, I'm practicing my Spanish. And then you're like, well, you can't speak back. And I'm like, well, yeah, but I don't know. Just listening to it. I don't know. Well, for me, the thing is when I'm listening to let's say like Bosnian hip hop. Yeah. It really does take me like to Bosnia in my head. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm sitting there and I'm like, it takes me to like me just chilling in the car with like, with my cousin. We're cruising, listening to like, you know, I don't know, throughout any Bosnian rapper. Uh, there's a guy named Contra Frankie. Yeah. Like there's a whole bunch of like different what Bosnian. What is it? Contra. Contra? Yeah. There's one guy named that. Or Frankie. He's a, he's another good, good, good rapper. Uh, I don't know if he's necessarily Bosnian, but a lot of people in Bosnia listen to him in the Balkan region, I would say. Um, what is it? What does it sound like? Because I don't know if it's I different. Was... It's just they speak in Bosnian, they rap in Bosnian. Yeah. It's really rapid, choppy flows. The guys are pretty lyrical. Um, I would say for the most part, like it's pretty similar to the U.S. hip hop, but just mm-hmm. it's different. You know, when you listen to lyrics in Bosnian, they describe things in a different way than English could. Um, and I feel like that's one of the major differences when you're listening to music from a different culture. Um, and specifically, like, when you're listening to music from your own culture, it kind of just brings you back to that place if you've been there before, right? Like, right. you know, obviously, if you're from, I don't know, if you're Italian, but you've never been to Italy, you don't really, you can imagine, but you don't really mm-hmm. know specifically. You get it what I mean? It doesn't take you back to a place. But I've been there. Like, I've yeah. been to Bosnia. Like, and you were born in El Salvador. Yes. And you've been there. <laughs> so, like, when you listen to, like, Spanish music, it takes you back. Yeah. When I listen to Bosnian music, it takes me back. And plus, on top of that, I got memories from when I was a kid. You know, with my parents bumping, you know, Bosnian stuff in the car all the time. Not necessarily hip hop. Yeah. But what I feel like, I guess the point that I'm trying to make here is is that overall, for my mental health, I feel like it has a very positive impact. Um, It's a good thing to be tied, you know, to your culture. A lot of of us Americans, you know, we often think of ourselves as like a big melting pot. Mm -hmm. And with that, you lose your culture. I mean, like you can bring it in and stuff, but certain aspects get Americanized, right? You know, like we understand that concept. Um. But when it brings you back to your culture, you kind of just get like a sense of belonging, a sense of purpose and a sense of like, okay, like these are my people and they understand me and they get me. Even Mm -hmm. if that's not necessarily true, that's what it makes you feel. I feel like in the core of that moment, you know, in the very core of it. I think it makes me feel young again. Like I'm only 23. I'm, I'm still very, very young. Right. But I'm talking about like my childhood, like now that you say that. Mm-hmm. Um, it brings me back to when I used to listen to music when my mom would drive me to work or, you know, when she would go to work and I would tag along with her, yeah. she would do the same thing. She would 
blast, you know, uh, reggaeton, which is like, you know, kind of like the trap version in Spanish. Yeah. Um, you know, just like all types, even like the sad songs on her way to work. And like, I can relate to that, but yeah, I hear you. I don't, it just brings me back to being in the backseat with my mom and my aunt and my brothers and, you know, next to me. Yeah. And I feel like part of it has to do with, um, I don't know if I'm, if I'm going on the, off the deep end with this, but like, yeah. you know, you know how your sense of smell when you smell something, it, it takes you, you back to it a takes place. You back. Yeah. I feel like hearing does that for you too, specifically mm-hmm. like with tunes, um, you know, certain, certain notes, certain songs, just mm-hmm. overall compositions are like, it could be just like little details of songs and they just bring you way back. You know, like, I, I don't know if you ever have that. It's different than, than it is with smells. I feel like with smell, it's more powerful, but mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, just hearing stuff can do that for you as well. Yeah. Um, maybe outside of music, just take, for example, like hearing someone's voice that you haven't heard in a long time. That yeah. can that can bring you back. Like, for, for example, I just recently met up with one of my longtime friends that I haven't seen in, you know, years. And like, I'm not going to say his name, mm-hmm. but um, I don't I don't know if he's cool with me saying his name on a podcast, right, 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 but right. I'm just going to say so. Yeah, I heard him talk and I was like, damn, dude, like. I completely forgot what you sounded like, you know, it was That's crazy, but it was cool because it brought me back to, you know, first grade. This is a friend that I've made in first grade, you know? Yeah. And I'm sure his voice has changed since first of course, grade, right? Of course. of course. But it's always but similar. It's, yeah. You know, it's always, you, you can always tell who it is. Unless somebody moves like early on in life like that. I feel like they usually retain the same accent, you know, mm. like to a different country. If he moved when he was like seven to like the UK. Yeah. He probably sound way different, but mm-hmm. we, we would all probably. So, but that's off topic. Yeah. Um, talking more about the music end type of thing um yeah i mean obviously the aspect with like listening to our cultural music or music that is you know from from artists from our own countries i wanted to talk also about you know obviously listening to american music because a lot of music there's a reason why american singers and just artists in general and actors are so popular is because our culture is probably like our biggest export um and i feel like the reason for that is because we genuinely are the best in a lot of things i wouldn't i I don't know if everyone if the world agrees Mm -hmm. obviously you know art is very subjective but i would say in america um you know we've gotten to the point where i feel like it is um soulless to an extent because anyone can become an artist but we're so good at you know our engineers our producers our you know cameramen are so good at making anybody become an artist i don't know if that's making sense but like we've gotten to a point where like our culture is just almost completely based on entertainment i would say Mm -hmm. and there's just like a huge industry around entertainment and just that fact alone kind of shows that we are the best and have progressed progressed quite a long way from humble beginnings if that makes any sense it does Um, a lot of countries have that too but i feel like american movies are way bigger than like for example german movies right of course whatever i feel like i i always think of like spanish speaking's uh, or Spanish singers that transition into English, you know, singing in English. Yeah, they um, do that a lot. Yeah, like, I mean, it was uh, Selena Quintanilla's birthday the other yep. day, and they were playing the songs at work because, you know, as a tribute, they were playing it. Yeah. And I just thought it was crazy because she had, I think, like a few songs in English that she wanted to put out, but obviously she passed away, right? Yeah. So it's just crazy. Like, that's kind of like their goal when you're setting up a brand that you can you know eventually transition into speaking and no not speaking 
singing singing in singing english. in english yeah sorry um i forgot my point it's just i don't know it's, pre- uh, it's, it's just pretty a cool, cool thing to do yeah it's it's, it's a cool, cool thing to do like j-lo did it j-lo used to sing in spanish christina aguilera used to sing in spanish you know shakira's done stuff shakira, like that pitbull everyone everyone uh, everyone who's like bilingual can yeah, do that it's um, crazy and it's it's pretty cool to me, obviously, like with Spanish more than like, I think more than like half the world speaks Spanish. Am I right in saying that? I, I have know. no clue. I don't know, I but I know it's, it's a very... I think it's the number one speak, like, um, and, and, other than English. Yeah. yeah. It's, I think it's spoken more than English in the U.S. Really? I think so. I think... I, I think so. I think I might have heard that, but... Or eventually it will be. I don't know. I don't know, but the main topic of why I even brought that up is just kind of to show the importance of music and the arts in everyday American people's lives. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to lie. When I hear um, like their older work in Spanish, mm-hmm. it kind of makes me feel more linked to, to them. Yeah. Cause I'm like, Oh, like you did it. Like, that's really cool. But it's like, you came from a humble beginning most likely. And now you're like big shit, you know? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't know. That that's you're talking about Selena specifically, right? No, I'm talking about like everyone. I just you know, I just named a few like Shakira. She came from a very humble beginning. Right. Well I'm talking about like mainly just like American US artists and like Oh got just, it, got just it, got the, it. Just the Sorry, importance. I thought you were talking about the culture still. So. I'm talking about like the importance of music to the culture of everyday okay, America. Got it, got it, got it. Um and it's like I don't know. I, I feel like just the fact that we play such an importance of music um almost creates that demand. You know what I mean? I don't know if that makes sense, but like it's kind of like a never-ending loop of consumption. Like we're always mm-hmm. looking for new music to add to our everyday lives. You know, we get we we still have like some of the hits from back in the day, but like you right. kind of get tired of listening to it, then you hear some new stuff, and you're like, yeah. oh wow. Um, and it seems like almost never-ending. Do you think that's because people depend on music for their mental health, or is it simply just because, um, you know, people just want to be entertained? I think it's more entertainment, uh, especially because I think entertainers obviously are paid very, very, very well. Um, so, you know, if if you're going to get paid to make another song, why not make another song? Which means more consumption to the consumer, right? But here's the reason why I bring that up. Because why did you bring that up? Why do you, why do you consume entertainment in the first place? What's the whole reason of, of being entertained? Why don't you just go and do some work or just sit down on the bed and do absolutely nothing? I mean, some people do that, but I get what you're saying. You know, why is there why why do people have to escape what their regular life is so much? Mm-hmm. And I feel like the answer to that is because you can't it, just work 24 seven. Yeah, but I feel like essentially the core of it is it's important to mental health. Okay. You know, it. it I think it is maybe not necessarily as important as we make it like to the point where we're consuming media mm-hmm. at the rates that we're consuming it today as Americans, because you know it's kind of crazy. Like you're always always on your phone, always watching something on TV, you're constantly being advertised to unless you get that Spotify premium or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. like it, it's kind of crazy. But I think essentially like people want to be entertained to escape the, I guess, hardships of daily life. And mm-hmm. that's kind of an obvious point. But people often take that for granted, um, you know, when it's not spoken about. And mm-hmm. that's kind of why I wanted to speak about that. It's just kind of Give a realization, because even before we we recorded this, I was talking to you about it and asking you about the topic. You were like, oh, I don't know. I don't think music's really that important to my life. But mm-hmm. <laughs> you realize slowly like and surely that it very, that it very much is. Um, 
you know, I, I feel like we as humans have an innate desire to consume, you know, not just like, you know, music, but like all kinds of arts. You know, we've we've been making songs since we were cavemen, mm-hmm. you know, clapping, stomping, whatever, making beats. You know, we've been doing that since the beginning of time, I feel like. Yeah. Um, it just feels like something that's natural to each and every every one of us. And there are people that don't listen to music whatsoever. I don't know what it's like to be one of those people. I mean, I know what it feels like to not listen to music for an extended period of time. And for me personally, I mean, like, it doesn't really hurt too much because I'm a musician and I know at the end of the day I'm going to go back to the studio, make a new song, listen to that thing 24-7. But I don't know. I kind of start going crazy if I if I don't have, like, some kind of tune in my head. Or um, one of my buddies used to call it earworms. I'm not sure who, who called it that, but earworms. It's, like, things that are catchy and, like, you constantly want to hear it again and again and again. Hmm. Um. I don't know. Like an example is just like a really catchy hook or something that just constantly stays in your head. Just catchy stuff. I need something like that to keep playing in my head throughout the day, you know, while I'm working or whatever. I can't just like not think of music and and not think of anything at all. Hmm. I don't know. And some people would some people would argue that it's better to not think of music because it makes you more connected to reality, like, you know, nature and the earth, but I would argue even those people like, you know, that that's maybe not necessarily music to everyone, but it could be considered as music. I mean, there's a lot of like just CDs of like soundscapes, like, you know, nature. Yeah. Or like the spa music. People listen to stuff like that all the time, you know? When we do homework, we listen. Oh, I used to listen to that. People listen to like raindrops, mm-hmm. you know, sounds, you know, more than just music, but sounds and like the ability to be able to hear, yeah. I feel like is, is a plays a huge role in people's mental health a lot of times. I don't know. Would you say that... I I kind of want to ask you about that because you did do sign language before, right? I did, yeah. And you were going to eventually become a sign language interpreter. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know the deaf community, they, they view themselves as like, you know, different than the rest. They don't, they don't view themselves as disabled. Right. They view themselves as just different and having, if not more, capacity for being able to live life in a way that they didn't. They don't hear anything. Yeah. Do you think that that's you know a hundred percent true, like a hundred percent accurate? Do you think that if there is a way to to reverse being deaf or never have it be a thing, do you think that so people here, would still go down that way? Let me. Okay, so deaf people do listen to music. I don't know if you know that, but they Through do. Through vibration, listen. though. Yes, vibration. Um, that's an interesting topic in and of itself too yeah because they have to I think it's really cool because they have to like literally blast music Mm -hmm. Um, I had a friend in high school that when he would get together with like his friends um, obviously they were deaf too or hard of hearing uh, they would blast music and the hearing people would have to put like here what do you call those Uh, like to block off the noise that you put in your ear what do you call those Uh, earplugs earplugs yeah. yeah they would have to put those on to like protect their their ears and stuff and i just think it's really cool because you can see like they would dance like they would i don't know if they would sing along but you know they they would dance you know hmm. they would find the rhythm so i don't know if like so in essence what you're trying to say is they're not really missing out on much because they still have the ab- uh, ability to perceive music yes or you know feel just, it maybe not listen to it in the same ways that we do yes um, I think it's because they view it as 
they tried to teach the deaf community that it's when you lose your hearing or when you were born without hearing, it's mm-hmm. not really a loss, it's gain. It's like a gain to uh, learn how to live and how to yeah. live a better life that way, right? Yeah. And that doesn't exclude music at all. Yeah. So. I don't know. I just think it's an interesting topic. Yeah, yeah, I don't sure. really lean one way or the other. I think, you know, me being a music producer, if I were to lose my hearing, I feel like I would instantly be devastated. Well, I think there was a, I don't know if she went deaf or if she just couldn't speak anymore or both, but um, there was this one singer, I think me and you uh, listened to the story together or we read it somewhere, Yeah. Um, that she lost her one of those things or all of the above, whatever, and she was still able to remember like her voice rem- or yeah. her body remembered how to make muscle memory, yes. basically, like how to vocalize in a certain way. Yeah. She was still able to sing just the same. I get basically. that. But I don't know. I just feel like it's the idea of having to change and adapt. It's kind of scary to me. Um, mainly I think because if you love it, you're going to find a way to do true. it. That's I, true. And I agree. But like, you know, the main point is it's just scary. Oh, it's, it's scary. scary. Like, yeah, think about sure. not being able to hear anything. Like, just the instant, like, shock of that. Like, you're hearing one second and then the next second, nothing. I guess that's true. Like, you can't even perceive that. Because even when you're blocking your ears off and you don't hear anything, you're still hearing, like, the rubbing of your hands against your mm-hmm. ears or, like, you know, the breeze of air around your hands, around your ears or whatever. Like even the earplugs don't, don't block it off. Noise yeah. canceling headphones almost don't block stuff off. So it's kind of really hard to be, to imagine absolute silence like that, um, where you can only perceive sound through vibration, like through feeling the vibration. I feel like that's just a scary thought to me, but at the same time, I have nothing but respect for people who can do it yeah. and, you know, who choose to continue, not obviously not choose, but like who, who continue yeah. to, to pursue their careers in music even after losing mm-hmm. their hearing that's kind of that's, that's kind of insane cool. to me what about you what do you mean um do you do you feel like you get jealous of other musicians since you're not the only one around here uh, especially out of your friend group that does music or that produces do you ever feel jealous or do you ever feel like you could either be doing better than anyone else around you um i mean i feel like that's something that is part and partial to every single musician. Okay. I feel like we all have a certain sense of, you know, I want to be better than the next guy within us, um, especially within the hip-hop genre. I feel like it all depends on genre. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's also a lot of room for love, too. There's jealousy, uh, but it's more of, you know, I would call it competition. Okay. Um, you know... Obviously, you see certain people being successful, and you want to get that too. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's also if you, if you've studied hip hop for long enough, um, a lot of a lot of guys talk about, especially like I think rappers like Nas talk about it. Um, don't lose sight of the goal, but also have fun while you're on your way there. And I feel like through that jealousy, a lot of people will lose sight of of you know maybe not necessarily lose sight of the goal. I should say, but they'll like forget to have fun on the ride to the top, you know? And that's kind of what I've been trying to focus on doing lately is just kind of focusing on just having fun on my way there. Um, so no, I mean, I would say lately I haven't really been jealous necessarily, uh, but there's always going to be that com- competitive fire that's, you know, within me whenever it comes to anything. How about you? Do you ever get jealous um, with me, you know, doing music, having to spend time doing music or anything like that? I think I used to. I think now, since living with you, it's kind of gotten better. Um, 
because when we, we we've been dating for six years now it yeah. officially this upcoming tuesday yeah fourth um so yeah i mean it used to bother me a lot because you would spend so much time and maybe we i think we might have talked about that previously mm-hmm. but um yeah it, it bugs me because i'm like well do you prefer like sitting there doing nothing and you used to um you used to make music in your garage. You remember that? Your yeah, parents' I garage. My parents' garage. So you would be there for hours, and then you wouldn't text me back, and I would be like, "Why isn't he texting me back?" And I guess that wasn't really jealousy. It just I didn't understand what it meant to you. Um, but obviously now, um, I see you working on it almost pretty much every single day, mm-hmm. and it doesn't bother me. I feel like it actually makes me like you more in a certain, like in a certain way. Yeah. Um like the f- it's more of the um, the way that you act around your work yeah that makes me want to like you even more if that makes any sense is it cuz i take it seriously yeah yeah okay. i feel like you didn't used to or that's what it was um when i was in my parents garage you mean yeah yeah i mean <laughs> that's obviously. what it came across to me like you know it's like, well yeah and also the crowd that i was with wasn't that's right. necessarily the best setup yeah i think that's what it was more to be, <laughs> to honest, be honest with, with you. you yeah but yeah. would you say it was the change of not being around you know negative influences that made you like me doing music but more and be yes. less jealous of the time that i spent doing music yes because I, I honestly, that. yeah, honestly thought you were just hanging around there. And I mean, it was your parents' house and stuff. Yeah. You lived there, obviously, but people would come over and stuff. So I thought genuinely that you were only doing it so people would come over and do stuff that you guys would do. You know? Yeah, no, I get the, it. The stuff that you would do. Um, but yeah, I mean, I actually, we, sp- we spent time working too, but there was a lot of stupid, you know, yeah. a lot of time spent, a lot of time wasted, I should say. I know. Um, just on yeah. stupid stuff. And then also, I actually wanted to ask you this. If in this situation, our relationship, the tables were turned, I was mm-hmm. the one trying to be a musician. Mm-hmm. Would you think that you would be able to stay with me given everything that you did? I would have done too, you know, all the time spent in the music stuff, whatever you do. Um. Well, it depends. It depends. Because you as a person are different. Okay. Just just being a musician wouldn't necessarily make you exactly like put you in exactly the same situations that I was in. Okay. You as a person, the person that you are, you wouldn't have been in half of the situations that I was in just because I was dumb and, you know, not willing to listen to common sense or my better judgment in my head a lot of times or just, you know, the smarter side of my brain, you know, and I feel like you do a lot more. You're a lot more, especially around other people like, you know you're well aware of like what to do and what not to do my ass is kind of just like free-flowing and i do whatever um if if it's the moment and as long as it's not like a horrible thing like obviously i'm not going to kill somebody or like do something crazy or like something just like really bad i wouldn't do but like you know i've done some stupid i've done my fair share of stupid things like just dumb stuff i'm more so like do you think i would have stuck it out this long would i have stuck it out this long if you were a musician Mm mm-hmm I mean, like I said, it depends. It depends. If you were doing, like, some, like, really shady stuff, probably not. But, I mean, also it depends on how shady and, like, 
at what point in our relationship because we weren't always as, as this close and open with each other. That's true. You know, like we weren't always able to talk to each other like how we talk to each other now. If we were this open right off the bat, yeah. I mean, you know, as long as we were always open with each other and like honest and, and there was no nothing like getting in between us communicating, yeah. But if it was like I wouldn't be able to speak to you ever and it's like, you know, you're over there doing some like questionable things with like the girls and or whatever, whoever you're with. And I don't know. It's tough to say. It's tough to say. I would say that I would. But then again, you know, hindsight's always twenty twenty. Like, you don't really yeah. know. So kind of just to wrap around the point, you know, that this is, I would say, the extent of the type of mental health. Or I would say this is the extent of the role of music on mental health. Because um, there's a lot of ways that music can affect someone's mental health, whether they're a musician um, or from, you know, just the common listener's point of view mm-hmm. or the girlfriend of a musician slash boyfriend yeah. of a musician or whatever, you know, it, music plays a different role in everyone's life. And because of that has a significant effect on a lot of people's mental health in a lot of different ways, um, whether they like to realize it or not. Can I ask you how many times you've considered in a pa- in like the past month to quit doing music? To quit doing music yeah. in the past month? Not at all. Okay. In the past year, uh, like, I would say like three or four times probably. Really? Yeah. Seriously considered it? Uh, I don't know. There's a lot of the times where you just get fed up and you're like, damn, man, I don't know whether I should be, you know, doing this anymore. But obviously you just, you know, you don't listen to that, right? You just push through it and you hope for the best. And usually something good, you know, happens later on down the road but then like obviously there's levels to it right you have to keep improving keep getting better and there's more frustration and you know that's just life um i don't think i've ever seriously considered quitting doing music like that there's been points in my life where i've been pretty low um but i kind of always knew that i'd stick it out and and end up going back to it i just love doing it it's one of the things that i love you know i haven't played basketball professional not professionally i never play i never play basketball professionally Neither have I. <laughs> I I haven't played organized basketball in a while, but okay. you know, you see me now. Recently, I've been going to the courts and shooting yeah. around, and like, you know, I got my NBA two K. My love for basketball is still there. Like, mm-hmm. so even if like I stop taking music professionally, you know, if if I just do it for the fun, you know, it'll still always be there. Um, mm-hmm. But I I don't know. It's a different story because when you mix business with it, it kind of sucks. Like, that's that's the part that really kills me is just when I have to I be bet. the businessman and the musician at the same time. That's why I'm really looking for a manager. If I had a manager, it'd be a lot easier for me. Um, but then again, you also have to have something to manage in order to have a manager. So I'm really focused on just getting my fan base up first and foremost. But it's a long haul. It's a struggle, especially in an oversaturated market. Um, but that's just, you know, realistically speaking. But I don't think I'll ever quit, no. Mm. no. I think that pretty much wraps it up for today, though. I think um, so, too. Thank you all for joining us and listening to the second episode of A Taste of Raw Mentality on the Speaker Box podcast here at WJMS Radio. A lot of stuff I have to ramble off here in a little while, in a, in a short amount of time. But, um, mm. yeah, thank you guys for joining us. And make sure you follow us on all of our social media at Raw Mentality Podcast. Um, you can also check out WJMS Radio on Instagram and also on TuneIn, I believe. Um, and thank you all. Thank you for coming. Take care.
WJMS Radio. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Far too kind. See, we keeps it real. We always gonna keep it real. You can't knock what's real, you know what I'm saying? We telling the truth, man. 